welcome to the Transformation Station, where your journey to a better life begins. Your hosts, Alex Sapala and Steve Kane, share quality, world-class material that fuels personal growth and transformation. Poignant, practical, and replicable, they will inspire you on your journey to living the life of your dreams. Let's drop into their conversation now. G'day, Alex. G'day, Steve. Mate, fantastic to be here with you. Back again. So good. Transformation. It's such a fantastic thing to be involved in, isn't it? It is. I love transforming, being transformed and going continually going through the caterpillar stage. Being transformed by our minds, renewing them and going on to bigger and greater things. Indeed. And talking about that, today we have a special guest in our studio, Dr. Pashar Halte. Welcome. Hello, gentlemen. Lovely to see you both again. Good to see you, mate. Now, you come from a Middle Eastern background. Tell me about your mum and some of those earlier influences and the food that you like. So earlier influences, my father passed away when I was about 15 years of age. So my mother and my sister took really prominent roles in my life. So being in a household of women really shifts your perspective of the world. Uh, And so I guess a lot of the way I see the world now is multi-perspective in that I understand it from a female perspective as well as a male perspective and I think that's been really developmental in terms of how I interact with people and see the world. There is not a lot of people that actually have had to be able to have that level of influence from both parents. Mm -hmm. Obviously your father influenced you till you're 15 and then your mother and your sister got involved which was fantastic. Yeah look you know the interesting thing I think Today, there are so many single parent families that they may miss both sides of of the equation and it's so important to do so. I was fortunate that after my father passed away, I spent a lot of time in the Middle East with my family and my uncles and aunts really took me in as their own, of course. And Mm. so I was able to remain getting both sides all the way into my adult life, which was really a fortunate place to be. Fantastic. Welcome today and thank you. Thanks, Alex. Some of the things that uh, Prashar actually puts his mind to is business consulting, management consulting, and he deals in areas of leadership, but also in strategy. And so we've got Prashar along here today to give us some insight into some strategy. And one of the subjects we want to talk about, I'll call it the strategy of taking action. Taking action is probably one of the most important first steps toward success. You know, the world doesn't pay you for what you know, but it pays you for what you do. And really, it all comes down to what we do. We can say all we want, but it's about what we do that counts and what the results are. Actions speak louder than words. I think our parents taught us Mm -hmm. that when we were all kids, didn't they? That's exactly right. And so when you do take action, you actually trigger all kinds of things that inevitably carry you towards success. It opens up some way, some channel of some description that actually brings others into line with what you want to do. We're sitting in the room at the moment, I'm witnessing that very thing because this is something that we dreamed about for some time and taking action toward it has led us now, the three of us, to be in this room together, which is fabulous. So taking action really does pay dividends or I could have still been dreaming about it for another 10 years, but that's not the way we are. So you begin to get feedback from people about how you are doing things and how you can do things better, how you can improve on the things that you do. And action really is the difference maker towards dreaming to succeeding. 
I found the only thing that seems to separate winners from others is that winners have a propensity to take action. They think about it, they plan it, then they act. As a, a management consultant, how important is the action step you think in the success of a business has been your experience, Prisha? Yeah, look, the, the action is, is the be-all and end-all as long as it's founded in the thinking from the start. You did mention that. So the key challenge for most of us is we live in a world where we're having to constantly make decisions. And that doesn't necessarily translate into positive action. So we really have to come back to that early stage and reflect upon, well, what does this mean to me? Where am I going with this? And then what should that look like in reality? Once we've done that, the action that we take is likely to lead to a successful outcome, as you mentioned, Alex. So to be successful effectively, you have to do what successful people do. And successful people are highly action-orientated, aren't they, Steve? I like to shake the cage a little bit and then sit back and watch and see how people respond to it and how they react. And then I'm looking for the opportunities to move and to have something take place. Because when you shake the cage it gets people out of their comfort zones there's a little bit of movement and with a little bit of movement then you can motivate towards change so for me i think action is is a really important thing at the end of the day yeah actions speak louder than words you've got to actually you know that saying ready aim 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 Aim. Aim. Yeah. Aim. If there's never any fire. That's right. There's, you've never, got, you've, there's some, never any fire. Sometimes you've actually just got to make a decision, stick with it, and run with it. I think people jump out of their decisions too quickly. They make the decision too quickly, and then they jump out of it too quickly, and so they don't get the results that they are looking for. When you make a decision, make it with a clear head, and then go for it. Yes, adapt as you go along, but don't be jumping around all over the place. You've got to have some commitment and staying power to actually see something off the ground, see it, make sure it happens. One of the sayings we have and one of the things I ascribe to is you make a decision once and then you manage it daily. Mm. You know, if you need to make a new decision down the track, do it. But don't hold yourself back from making the decision. Make the decision, then create the action to follow on from it. So... To be truly successful, you have to do what successful people do, as we said before. But one of the key things is that your action step may well be just to ask for help. And when you get that help from someone, and some people are too afraid to actually ask someone for help for the fear of looking stupid. Now, I demonstrate this when we used to have these live training sessions. I demonstrate this by using a $100 note. So I'd hold the $100 note up in the air and say, who wants $100? And invariably, people would put their hands up. But you know what? 80% of the people in the room would put their hands up, but only one or two would actually make a move forward to come and get it. Mate, I wish you had a $100 note in your hand right now. <laughs> well, my hand was held up. Bashar and I would be just all just over you like... <laughs> like a cheap suit. So, so the, the interesting thing is there's only one, of, one or two that would actually race to, to the front to take that $100 and they got to keep it. But when I would ask the audience then, what stopped you? Here, here are some of the responses. I didn't want to look like I wanted or needed it badly enough. Mm. I wasn't sure if you would really give it to me. I was too far back in the room. Other people need it more than I do. I don't want to look greedy. I was afraid I might be doing something wrong and then people would judge me or laugh at me. 
I was waiting for other instructions. Mm. Yet two people didn't think of that. They just went straight up and grabbed it. Right? First one got it. He got to keep 100 bucks. Fear holds us back so many times from taking action. Fear of looking stupid, fear of looking greedy, fear of not getting there in time, fear that someone else needed it more than they did. There's something that's holding people back from action. How have you been able to navigate through that in the past, Pashar? Is that something you've experienced and how have you navigated through it? So it's it's certainly something that I faced and, and we all face, that fear of action and, and the repercussions that are associated with that action if we get it wrong or whatever it might be. It took me till about probably my very early 30s before I figured out what I wanted to do in life, in business. And a lot of that was to do with the fact that, well, if I do this, it's a commitment and how long is it going to take and what if that's the wrong path? And, you know, I could talk about when I started my bachelor, I did a bachelor in business because I wasn't sure where I wanted to go. And then I did an honours. Then I did a PhD in international finance. And at the start of all of those quests, I guess you could say, was this concern of, well, it's going to lock me in for a long period of time. And what if it's the wrong decision? Or what if I can't achieve it? Which mm. I think so many of us mm. are concerned by. Right. And so back to your point, Alex, if we are aware of the fact that you know we're not perfect, but we can evolve. Mm. We're able to take that step because we say, right, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to give it my best shot. But being able to look to friends, to others for support, and knowing that I can evolve as the process goes. Yeah. Where, you know, I can change my path. I can be agile. I can do what needs to happen to ensure that it will be successful, whatever that looks like in the future. So being open to the fact that your future can change and should change, I think is a really comfortable place to take that first step. Man, I love that. It's like we often think that decisions don't have a steering wheel. You make a decision, but you can't steer, you know, it's just like on rails versus thinking that decisions have a steering wheel. And if you come to something that's a, a roadblock or something that's getting in your way, that you can steer around it, you can pivot, go into a different direction. And Steve, that's not a weakness. No. The greatest people in terms of success in their lives are the ones that understand and appreciate that fact, yeah. that obstacles will be presented, but I'll be able to navigate around them. Like so when you go bushwalking, for example, you sometimes come up a valley or you come down. If you're going cross country and then suddenly you're faced with a cliff face, well, you've got a choice, don't you? Turn around, go back all the way that you've come or navigate around it to still get to your destination. I heard a great little thing this morning. Saying, or jump. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, when we go through when we go through town, there's a lot of red lights. So who, who gets green lights all the time? We come across red lights, but we don't give up on going to our destination just because we've got a red light. I tried that one morning. I tried, I tried going that. through the red light. Uh, no, I, I sat in my driveway and I waited for all the lights on my route to work to go green before I left. I didn't leave that day. <laughs> you yeah. had the day off. <laughs> I had the day off. So car sat in the garage. Yeah, but, fair enough. Yeah, right. So I've been involved in in a range of businesses you know, the last 20 years running my own businesses. And what I found interestingly is the businesses that were the most successful were also the businesses that I learned least from. Right. 
when I failed at something, when something went wrong in the business, as shuddering as it was at that point, it was during those times that I sat back and said, where did I go wrong? What happened that my approach improved? And the next time I was faced with a similar problem, I was ready for it. So not looking at failures as the end all, you know, looking at a failure as right. How, what do I learn from this to be a better person moving forward? Because really that's what life's about, just continual improvement. Yeah. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Yeah, fail- That's right. Perfect. And, and failure is a great opportunity for transformation. Of course it is. Mm. Because in your failure, you learn far more than you did in your successes. So that's a transformative event, whereas yeah. often people see failure as a real, just a total negative thing. That's something I've grown in a lot lately. And I think that's the resilience we need to put into our people within our organisations, that understanding that failure doesn't mean it's over. Failure means where do we go from here? Something didn't work, let's fix. Yep. Uh, And so when we talk about organisational change problems, you know, organisational change occurs because there's a trauma. Something has occurred that needs to be fixed. And within people it's the same thing. Mm. We experience a trauma Either we learn from it and we move forward or we allow it to eat us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Either way. And I guess, Alex, if you if you see that fear thing, if you're not afraid of failing anymore because most people are afraid of action and trying things because they're afraid of failing and if you take that fear away from failing, well, that gives you more courage and freedom just to go ahead and, and move. Mm, absolutely. And, and I think that's where courage comes from is actually facing the fears and doing it anyway. Mm. And, and that's a critical step. You know, there, there are so many excuses, and that's what they are. They're excuses why people don't take action and whether they're waiting on for every condition to be perfect or they're waiting for someone else to do something and blah, blah, blah. End of the day, they all, it all goes back to an excuse, waiting for excuses or, or giving excuses why they haven't taken action toward a particular step themselves. And what I want to encourage you today with is to forget all that forget the excuses, leave the excuses behind and to actually take action. To take action, you need to be aware that there is something that gets in the way of taking action. There is a nemesis to action. That nemesis, do either of you know what that might be? Fear? No. Making the decision. So actually making the decision to take action is the thing that gets in the way of most people actually succeeding. The action step is the step you take once you've made your plan and you take it. If it falls over, you learn. As Pashar said, mm. you, 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 sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. You learn from your failings and you learn a lot more from the things you fail at than the things that you win at. But the wins are sweet as well. Don't worry about that. We all want to win, right? We do. But we build resilience by taking the failures on the chin and saying, what can I learn from that? Mm. And then going ahead, moving forward. So the, the key part is then about making a decision. Today was about raising your awareness around action and how action plays such a vital role. It is the vital step in you actually moving from where you are today to where you want to go. Your business succeeding, you transforming, whatever it takes, it's going to take action. You need to take the action, whatever it is. And even if it's just one small step in the direction, fantastic. Take that one small step. I encourage you to do that. Next time, we'll be talking more about the decision-making process and how we can get to derive to that decision where it says, yes, take the action. 
because action will only start when you make a decision to make it happen. I want you to really be thinking about over the course of this next week or so about what action you want to take. I want you to write down all the things that have been holding you back. Write down all the excuses, regardless of what they are. Write them all down and what they are. Whether you haven't got enough money, you haven't got the loved one in your life, you haven't got the right hat, whatever it is, write it all down. And then we're going to walk through a decision process in the coming days. Thanks, Alex, for sharing that with us today and Pashar for being with us. We really appreciate your wisdom and input. And remember, take action, get some movement, face your fears because they're transformative. And remember, in order to take action, you've got to make a decision. Mm. Thanks for listening to the Transformation Station podcast. If you found our content valuable, you can subscribe and give us a five-star review so others can benefit from the content too. All our episodes and other valuable transformation information can be found at our website, transformationstation.com.au. 